one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are the moves the most important part of wrestling? No. This we are aware of. Ensuring you have a connection with the audience first is far more crucial, and that way when you do smash someone, it means even more. Let's not pretend that when you first get into sports entertainment, though, it can't be of huge help. If you see somebody get absolutely wrecked, you become interested. It's half the fun. So let us take some maneuvers and place them on specific people's shoulders, because yeah, here's 10 wrestlers who are the best at precisely one move. Number 10, the spear. So I could put myself in this category, because I do a spear. And you want to know why? Well, when I first started wrestling, people kept chanting Goldberg at me, so I thought, screw it. True story. Of course, I would probably clock in around about number 52, although there is a debate out there at the moment. I mean, lots of people watched that Brom Breaker versus Nathan Frazier match recently on NXT, and my gosh, when he speared him, you could probably say that he wins. Christian Cage and Adam Copeland deserve a mention too, although theirs are less about impact and more about timing, because they just know when to bust it out which is wrestling's secret sauce. If we widen the bracket, I think Bill Goldberg has to be the all-time number one. That's mostly because that dude just legitimately went through people. Seriously, nobody I think ever has matched his intensity. Number nine, the moonsault. It's hard to think of anyone beating Vader in this category. You have to be able to transport yourself back in time, but seeing a man this huge do a moonsault was crazy blew people's brains. It's not even that it looked pretty either. Vader just squashed people, but that's why I do want to give Keith Lee a shout out here too. He's equally as gargantuan, and yet he does his with the most grace you've ever seen. In terms of technique, I would think the original is the best, so Great Muta gets the nod, as does Christopher Daniels. You can't get away with calling a move beautiful unless you nail it. The hang time that man got. Tiffany Stratton should be a contender in the future too, but at the moment, Hangman Adam Page gets the tick for me. His acai version to the outside is just a wonder every time. He never misses. Number eight, the powerbomb. So Wardlow has to get an honorable mention. Not only does he execute the move wonderfully, but he can pick up anyone. Doesn't matter the size, the man can do it. Even to this day though, the one that people do seem to go back to a lot is The Undertaker. The last ride is still gift of plenty, mostly because Taker would not only get you on his shoulders, but he'd grab your tights and try and put your head through the roof. Imagine coming down from that. Outside of this, Mike Awesome knew how to hit a bomb of power, and I'm bringing back Keith Lee too. I tell ya, that guy just does moves with some serious etiquette. I love it. Number seven, the Lariat. So be honest, how old were you when you realized that the Lariat was different from a clothesline? like Paul Bearer all over again. Oddly, the people we are about to mention do have to get in, but only because they basically did this move for real. 
Stan Hansen would just throw his arm so hard, you better be ready. And that's where JBL got it from too. Grit your teeth and prepare for death. It's why in many ways Akada deserves a bigger shout because he established his Rainmaker over time. First, people kind of just rolled their eyes, but with all his talent, he turned it into one of the best finishers of the modern day. Gets a mad reaction every time. Really, though, the winner has to be Kenta Kabashi. His burning lariat was just as devastating. He really was the best. Number six, the German suplex. Raiden ver uben den German suplex. That's right. I think I'm going to go with Kurt Angle right off the bat because just go and watch him throw around somebody like Rey Mysterio. This, of course, is a case of two pros working together, but still, it will make your jaw drop. Just hurls him across the ring. At the moment, Chad Gable is also chasing this crown, as his deadlift version is equally as mesmerizing, and he does this to huge guys. That man's strength is crazy. Of course, Brock Lesnar made this more famous than ever when he took people to Suplex City, and let's not pretend otherwise. There's a reason he went back to this well. His Germans looked awesome. I think AEW's Takeshita is in the lead at the moment, however. Maybe just due to the style over there. Don Callis' henchman has such a mad bridge when he delivers these, you think his own back is going to break. Five, the Canadian Destroyer. People hate this move today. It's the classic, you either die a hero live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I still love it because I am that guy and we are not doing any list like this without mentioning P.E. Williams. He takes all the credit. He popularized the damn thing. It has been surpassed these days just because so many people do it. You can take your pick, really. For me, though, it's Penta, that guy. You can mention Phoenix as well as they often hit simultaneous ones. But they are just so damn quick and it always has a mad payoff. Usually somebody going through a table or being smashed into the ring apron. It's the hardest part of the ring. Ishimori also does a running version, so he needs credit, as does Dustin Rhodes. He's been doing it for four years, but still summons that what is happening feeling. That's when you know you're onto something. Number four, the punch. This was a debate on the internet recently after footage of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels giving and selling a punch did the rounds. And yeah they ruled. Given that we've talked about the Hitman, it makes sense in terms of people working today that Dax Harwood gets a mention, because he can throw some bones, as does one Kenny Omega. No one talks about that enough. In terms of history, Jerry Lawler and his Memphis training is right up there, as is Jeff Jarrett, whereas one Butch Reed made it look like he'd actually ruined somebody's jaw. Scott Hall was also very underrated in this regard. And then there's Terry Funk. Terry has ever approached it so differently in the sense he went for the less is more method, so when he did clock you, perfection. Number three, the cutter. I mean, where do we even flub and begin? It seems funny now that it was popularized by one Johnny Laurinaitis, but the move has evolved so much since then. DDP was part of that trend. Without the diamond cutter, do we even get to where we are today? Because Cody Rhodes and Will Ospreay are literally using the ropes to do springboard iterations. As Cody has admitted he took his from Will, well, we'll give Osprey the nod. Of course, there is one that sits atop all of these because it has entered the mainstream, and that is the RKO. I don't know whether Randy Orton ever thought his finisher would take off like it did, but it's most definitely become a thing. He executes it so well too and has done some mad versions over the years. My personal favorite being the one against Seth Rollins. You could try that 100 more times and it would never get any better than the one we saw at WrestleMania 31. Of course, make sure to let us know your favorites in the comments below too. These days, it's basically why the RKO exists. Number two, the suicide dive. Anybody else think we should just say Darby Allen and move on? Me too. Even CM Punk on witnessing this advised the rest of the industry to stop doing a dive because you won't be better than Darby's. That actually came back to haunt him. As it is modern day wrestling, Punk did his own and he got injured. 
Whoops. Just for fun, I'm not even going to throw anybody else's name in here. Not that there aren't some amazing risk takers at the moment, but look. They just ain't in the same league. Number one, the drop kick. So real talk, the drop kick is hard to do. People take it for granted these days because they see it all the time, but you need great timing, serious agility, and the wherewithal to not break somebody's face. We should respect it more. It also has a furious amount of people challenging for the honor of best, because look at this. Owen Hart's was prettier than a picture, Kurt Hennig's was technically perfect, and even Doug Furness deserves a mention. That dude got mad height. Bob Holly was also well known for his, but I think the number one slot has to go to somebody competing right now, Akada. New Japan superhero is just an expert at this, but it's where he places it that totally rules. You know that the Rainmaker is going to do a drop kick, but you never know when. And then when you least expect it, bam, there it is. He's also managed to sell it these days like it's a death blow. And if he ever won a match with it, I'd be fine with it. Anything that looks that good should be hugged and loved. If you did enjoy that, please click the video on the screen right now, which is 10 wrestling moves more dangerous than you realize. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Have a terrific day, and I'll talk to you on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.